What was that other song? That was a TikTok song. They were like, uh, no, it's the same song. Did a four one eight, and everyone do a three sixty. A lot of people like that song. It was a very catchy song. Okay. Hey yo, hey guys, how are you doing? Hey yo 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 yo, what's poppin'? Welcome back to Two Bros and a Beard, another episode, another day. Yeah, my name is Assad. My name is Ibrahim. And yeah, uh, it feels good. We're almost at twenty, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I'm gonna like just a milestone. I'm gonna start out and tell you that Assad, for some reason, has a lot of energy right now, and he keeps freestyling, and I don't know why. Like my bars are lit, man. He had a, I had a coffee, right? And this coffee is supposed to be like a strong coffee or Triple whatever. Shot. My man's had a potato, and somehow he has a lot more energy than I can. I do. People underestimate the power of starch, man. All I'm saying. I thought people would go to sleep with starch. Um, I just like like the heavy carb starch mix. I guess that's one way. So I, I, I mean, we do say that caffeine makes me sleepy. So that means that reverse. I guess starch makes me energetic. That is weird. But okay, hey, uh, how y'all doing? Welcome back. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Uh, today again, just flying off the off the bell. Just we have some updates. Pew. Oh uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, me and Ibrahim both participated in our like first official uh, focus groups. I mentioned mine a little bit last time, and Ibrahim finally finished the latter phase of his trial. You. Yeah. So uh, we're making money moves. I got 125, I think, uh, but it comes in like four to six weeks. Yeah. So the return is kind of. I don't know how I can track that as far as like, did I actually make that or is it coming? But. I think once it's in your hand, then you make. That's what I consider, right? right? So then, yeah, whenever. Because then you can it. spend it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. And, and then uh. uh yeah, I, I made hell of money. He, <laughs> he made big boy money, bro. He he shaved his arms all nice and. I'll explain clean. to it. I'll explain it in a second. And but, yeah. uh. Yeah, I guess so. You want to start with mine? I guess. Yeah, go yours. I think yours is a little simpler than mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in a weird way yeah. um so yours is easy though for 120 dollars not that bad yeah we we just had a, a 90 minute interview with a uh, a bunch of other folks who are also of a similar demographic uh they didn't say but it was like males in their 20s to 30s who don't want kids and you don't want kids well contextually to the survey i don't want kids like right now right sure but so that's that was the thing and the whole the whole survey their whole uh, uh focus group was basically like about having children Oh, okay. And like why, how a lot of different things like socioeconomic background factors, political temperament, social programs, things like that. Like all these little, little like old man topics. How do they affect your outlook on having a child? And I think the group consensus was basically like having a kid is hella expensive. Yeah. And people are uh, of the sentiment more and more that people don't have enough money to do anything they want to. So they have to, uh, they have to want less and less and uh and then I'm, there was other people who were like, oh, it's just not that, that phase of my life, not that way I want to do. But I- even then, the root reason was like, yeah, I would not be able to support them. I don't want kids right now. Okay. In the future, sure. So that's why I was I was slotted in with that demographic, which was interesting because they didn't want, like they were vehemently like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Are they all around the same age or like they older than you? They looked all different ages, but I think we were all like around 20 something, 30 something. Okay. Because um, if they're like 30 and they're like, yeah, I don't want kids, then... They definitely don't want kids. Yeah. Versus like you and like some people our age are like, I don't want kids right now. Right. Yeah, that was very true. Yeah. So then, they were yeah. they were like two guys who were a lot older looking and they were also like a lot more Caucasian, a lot more like Western Christian mm-hmm. uh, background. So they were the ones who wanted kids and they were like, yeah, I think it's a blessing. Like I really want kids. And then there was like a, a couple other people who were like, I do, I just can't. And I was of the party where I was like, I would if I could right now, but I can't. 
and everybody was like, what about the prospect of being a dad or something? Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, you know, scary, bad, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I, my, again, I, I guess I provided good feedback because what I told them was I, I've always wanted to be a dad. Like ever since I was a kid, I was like, dude, it'd be so much fun to be a dad. It's just that like, um, the situation isn't right. And then I don't want to force it. That's the one thing I don't want to like, cause you know, like how like meticulous I can be sometimes. Right. Yeah. I don't want to like plan my baby nine months ahead of time. And then like, and make sure the birthday lands on a special day, <laughs> make sure the conception was done a certain way. And then like plan out the next nine months of my life. Like, I don't like thinking about it. And so my, I, what I told them was like, I do want to be a dad. And if it happens right now, I'll, I'll step up. But I don't, I'm not going to choose to. It'll just happen when it happens. Mm. And that was uh, very uh, different from what everyone said, and they were all very shocked. Yeah, that but, seems interesting. Yeah, yeah. no, I definitely could not. Oh, that's a good podcast episode, actually. Yeah, I was actually just thinking, I was like, whenever your girlfriend comes on, we'll just have that conversation. No, definitely not, bro. <laughs> yeah, hell overseas. yeah. No, 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 that's an exposing episode. We're like, do you guys want kids? No, yes. Oh, tea, okay. That'll instantly, oh, no, bro. And then they're like, yeah, let's stop recording real quick and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, couples counseling right now. Pause, pause, pause. Now, New episode, I, couples counseling. It was like an interesting prospect because all of these guys were like, um, they didn't seem like the loner, like dude, single dudes type, but mm-hmm. they kept talking like it. And it was, it was very interesting. I, I was trying very hard not to judge them at face value, but I liked them a lot. Like they had really good opinions. And by the end of it, I was like, man, this is like, it's nice to hear that there's other guys, but this, this idea yeah. it makes me feel less alone. But, uh, yeah, overall, like, um, it was a, it was a good thing, uh, uh, my i was really nervous like uh, usually my 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 nerves are such that i will get like super anxious my feet will be like jiggling and like i'll be i'll be nervous up until the moment i have to start presenting mm-hmm. and then the moment i start presenting i'm like oh yeah i'm just in a room with people and then i just like, don't think about it anymore yeah no honestly sam it's like that build up and until you start presenting or whatever you're doing ted talk and then you start you're like Good afternoon, everyone. And then all the nerves just go away, and you're like, ah, yeah, there yeah, we go. we're good. Like, uh, like how we're gonna, how we have to talk to the grade, like yeah. how we're gonna have to go to go to school and talk to the seniors, and and how in the past we've had to just like walk in front of crowds, especially when I'm not thinking about it. Like I can just like I can riff really nicely. Um, something that I was I was telling some of the kids the other day when we were critiquing some of their projects was like uh, a capstone, a, a presentation. Uh, you want to not read off the slide. I was giving them the whole, like, yeah, yeah. don't don't put an essay on there. And I was, like, thinking about my experiences. And I was, like, it's kind of crazy because I'm pretty sure you and I are like this, especially, like, your Project Y and stuff. But when you when you research your topic and, and, and immerse yourself in it for so long, you don't really need yeah, to look at the board because yeah. you know it. It's just, like, making it um, digestible for the viewer. Yeah. And um, so, like, that's a strategy that I just have. So, like riffing is really easy all to say that it was a it was a good focus group all around i enjoyed it most of my presentations over like school year um all the years in school i mean it's kind of just been like if i'm really into it like my one project that i did like asteroid uh research about or something all of my slideshows were just like pictures unless it's like some like big like i had a number about like how fast an asteroid moves right but that's essentially like all like the words I had on there. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I because I just knew so much. And whenever I had a script, because I remember we had to do practice presentations all the time, and all the teachers were like, "Yeah, have a script ready." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I had a script ready, and I was messing up so much. Exactly. If I try to adhere to a script, yeah, it will most likely result in me crashing and burning. Yeah, I did so bad, and I was staring at myself in in my head. I was like, while in the middle of my presentation, I was like. This is trash. Like, I, 
yeah. I'm not even listening to myself, and I know this is trash. But then, like, whenever I did my actual presentation without any notes, without any anything, it just pictures on a slideshow. Absolutely. It was just, like, smooth. Mm-hmm. Also, like, one of the biggest things I figured out, or, like, I kind of took, I don't know if it was from Academy or from, like, middle school or whatever. Um, it was just that no one knows what you're saying, and no one knows the presentation, so you can mess up, and that's, oh, that's going to be true. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't make it, like, look like you tripped, right? If you just, like, make it look like part of the jog then it, it doesn't you you don't need to expose yourself like yeah that. it's like no one knows uh, i think i got that from like middle school uh from from band in middle school i think my teacher told me she's like no one knows what the song is no one knows how the song goes so if you play the wrong note it's okay no one's gonna notice yeah especially like unless i get to band director or whatever but like <laughs> normal audience unless it's an actual yeah unless it's an actual person who knows <laughs> the song is. like like the audience doesn't know anything about the song so like you can just you can mess up and just don't make it look like you messed up don't freeze stop and be like oh, i missed the note of my kid that did this absolutely yeah there was a a period of time during senior year where like you and i like were just different opportunities volunteering or otherwise extracurricular we were like giving public speeches and talking a lot yeah so i remember like i did a presentation about internships to the juniors and I was just on this like kick where I was like, I don't need anything on the slides. I, mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I just put a bunch of pictures. So basically like my slides at the peak of my presentation abilities were just like word art and shapes. Same. And that was same. it. Nothing else. And it felt really cool because like I, I felt so free not having to look at a screen or have like a script. It, it was so easy. And the whole um, idea of like teachers to, to are always do. like make eye contact with your with your peers or like the audience. You don't even have to turn around to look at words. You're like, oh, hey, yeah. you click the next button. I know the next picture. It's so much. Up. It's so much harder to make eye contact when you know you have someone. You need to look somewhere for info yeah. to know what to say. And also, just something in general, I think like presentations and giving eye contact is very weird. Mm-hmm. Do you ever do that thing where like in your vision you'll realize that when you're we talked about this on an episode before when you're looking at a person's face right you're actually looking at like their left eye specifically yeah, I just noticed that, like I was like I'm just looking at his that eye. same thing happens when I'm giving a presentation I don't want to I don't want to look make it make it seem like I'm lasering on a kid so like I kind of like bounce around I don't know what like you probably have done it before but like you, you like blur your vision almost. Oh, I kind of look like right behind the yeah, kid. Yeah, like I look behind them so that yeah. it, it makes them feel like I'm looking over them or like to a group rather yeah. than lasering one kid. Um, but that gets really like tough, like especially yeah. when you're trying to speak and you want to see things. So I kind of like, I, I don't know. I don't know the best way to like look at a crowd because mm-hmm. especially with young kids, they, they don't like you looking at them straight up. Remember when we had our Toyota project? Mm-hmm. So our presentation, like we had a presentation for Toyota working with them a little bit um during my presentation there was like high level people in our presentation and i was so confident in our presentation like i didn't really look at the sites too much blah blah blah. and then i was like so like comfortable and confident in our presentation at one point i like stopped like the general manager from speaking he was like talking he was like oh wait i was like oh wait give me a second let me get the rest of my team up here and after my presentation like one of the teachers walked up to me she goes abraham you just cut off like the general manager of toyota and i'm like huh I did. Oops. <laughs> and, and then in the end, he, come, they, he comes up after. He's like, I really like your presentation, blah, blah, blah. And like, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry for cutting you off. He's like, oh, no, it's completely fine. You wanted to get the rest of your team. Of course, understandable. You did so well. I don't care. I'm yeah. like, ayo, ayo. Let me flex real quick. Sheesh. Long were, the, long were the days that we got to do like cool stuff, yeah. man. I miss doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I think like presentations for me, like uh, it's like easy now. And you know what's funny? Whenever I'm in, like, school, because of, like, all the awkwardness we had to push through to, like, 
make friends when we knew no one at our school and then mm-hmm. also like present all the time. I like I can see I don't know if it's in a nice way. How differently people approach social situations, let's say. So I like playing games with them because I know like I can say like I can do it. Like for example, there was this girl that I was talking to today in class, right? And um she was walking uh out of class to her new destination, right? And I didn't know like where she was going. And it's one of those things where, like, when you're friends, you guys can, like, follow the path. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I just met her. And so I, like, we we got to the junction. And I couldn't tell whether she was doing it. And I was, you know, normally a quieter person would, like, just Keep awkwardly, walking. like, yeah, if you choose the wrong direction. Ooh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Right? Or you somehow magically go the same direction. But I stopped and I was like, hey, so, like, which direction are you going? And I could tell on her face, like, she got flustered. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's nothing bad. But it was like it was interesting because for me I was like, I can just ask people questions. Yeah, there's no rules. I got confidence now. I, I can talk to people I'm whenever free. I want to. And the other and uh, when we were when we did our first physics lab, right? And the oh, girl yeah. that was sitting at our table was like super shy or whatever. But I was like, hey, she's gonna be my lab partner. I, I might as well get to know her, right? Yeah. So I introduced myself, and she and you were both like, oh my god, first day introduction, bro. This guy <laughs> is crazy. What is he doing? Oh my god, what are you doing, bro? And then she didn't end up being our lab partner anymore. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah. But what's it called? That, like, that's just a weird, I think that's just, like, a skill we picked up. And I think that idea of, like, the confidence and talking to people and all that mumbo-jumbo just goes very far. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's weird how little other people do it. Maybe we're just weird and don't, not noticing. But, like, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, like, are, like, in the lazy river of, like, life. Like, you just kind of, like, let it take you everywhere. Yeah. And then I'm the dude who's like going against the current or like different directions. Like that idiot <laughs> who's like going across the pool instead of around the pool. Yeah. Um. And uh, it's fun sometimes. It really is. But so, what about you? What about your focus group? How did that go? Oh, okay. Mine was very different from his. So mine essentially was a kind of like a skin cream type thing. I guess it's like skin blanching type of thing, where the company signs with like the FDA and stuff like that, and they test creams that are either on the market or about to be on the market on, I guess, like us, test subjects. And they see, like, if there's any reaction, if there's any blanching, whatever. I think, I don't Does remember. blanching mean, like? Change of color. Get oh, lighter. changing color. Okay. Yeah, so it says, like, it's, they put, like, a dot on our arm, and then after a couple of hours, they see if it, like, gets wider, what happens to it type of idea. Um, and so what happened was they get a bunch of, I think they got a bunch of uh, creams on the market because they're already on the market. They just want to make, uh, I think their argument was they want to make a uh, non-prescription form of it. So I think the, the the creams that we were using, you have to get by prescription. And so what they, were they for? Was like there was growth? one that was like cold sore. There was one that's like just blanching, trying to see. There was one for uh, just a like normal. I don't remember all the creams. That's the issue. I only heard about one and that was just cold sore cream. Mm. Um, but the rest, I was like. What are they again? I completely forgot because I zoned out because I was looking at a pretty girl. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. Um, hey, honesty is the best policy. <laughs> and so what they did was they took our underarms. Underarms? Is what mm, underarms, I guess. Inner called? arm? Inner arm, like the bottom when you flip your arm over. Yeah. Uh, palm face up. And they, I have hair on my arms. So they shave like up to your elbow kind of, uh, of hair. It's a big like square. And then what they do is they put a sticker that had a bunch of like empty circles on it. I cut out circles on there, and then they they number each circle so you know which cream goes where, and then every I think it was like every fifteen minutes 
ish. They put a different cream on both arms, and oh, they keep whoa. an eye. I didn't know there's different ones. Yeah, they they put a different cream on each like circle of the arm. I think I, we had twelve. No, no, we had ten circles on each arm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they kind of just like put the cream, and every two hours they take a picture of your arm. Uh, before they put the cream on your arms, what they do is they number each circle on your arms, right? And then they take a picture of each circle on your arm. Right before you put any cream, whatever, to take like a baseline of what your arm looks like. Mm -hmm. They had the camera zoned, uh, not zoned, but like calibrated to like perfect white. Whoa. And so whenever you put your, your, the picture or the camera on your arm, it'll be like, oh, this is not perfect white. This is like a 6.5 from perfect white, whatever the number was. And then after every two hours and they take the picture, it'll be like, it went up or went down. It got brighter. It got darker, whatever it is. Um, and so essentially it, they just put creams on your arms and every two hours they'll take a picture of you. And so from, I think it was from like a seven to 11 AM, they would every like two hours to take a picture of your arm and like different pictures, every, every single one, they take a picture. Um, and so it's kind of just that they, you kind of just sit in a hospital room. We were on like the sixth floor of a hospital room. Uh, of a hospital and they just give you as much food as you want hey what kind of food so they have like basic snacks in the, ki- in the kitchen i guess what they called it uh, just like snacks like doritos cheetos donuts coffee sandwiches ready pre-made and then if you open the freezer in the fridge they got like frozen little like pizzas and oh. like pretzels and like hot pockets um so and they have like a microwave They're like yeah bro go ahead just feel free to like warm it up whenever you want to that's awesome so you can just walk in as many times as you want i left the hospital with just a bag full of snacks that sounds like so much fun it was like a playground did i show you the video like what it looked like no no show me show me the snacks were like stupid like why do we have all of that like oh uh it was just useless like they just had snacks and cereals and a bunch of random food and drinks up to your butt and it just so much food in there that it was unnecessary and it was like uh, there was cheese sticks, bro. The cheese sticks. Oh my god, so much soda. They had soda, and they're like, the the weird thing was right before you show up, they're like, please don't have caffeine, vaping, uh, alcohol, any of that stuff. But as soon as you show up, you're like, I got soda for days. I bro. got sugar and sugar. They and give sugar. you caffeine and soda, and then the the coffee that you're allowed to make is decaf. Mm. What? Interesting. <laughs> Why? Uh, they they actually said because like it makes your uh, red blood cells um thinner or some random BS. And that that affects if the blanching happens or not. Yeah, so they don't want that to get in the way. Yeah, and so that's kind of the idea behind it. But that was essentially it. You just stay overnight, uh, twenty four hours, literally. Um, and what they do is like the readings are spaced out. The readings when you take pictures are spaced out because every cream needs a certain amount of time for it's like fully blanch. And so that's why you need twenty four hours. Usually, if you do more circles, my sister did this uh, before this last one I did. But she stayed like two days. And so they just like, you know, they put more cream on there. You say longer times, longer pictures, stuff like that. But it was just, you literally sat there and ate and got fat and and had like pretty Asian girls come put cream on your arm. Can you do it like uh, where you can bring like a laptop or stuff? Oh, I brought my laptop. They tell you to bring like a pillow and like a blanket, even though they have stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can bring whatever you want. You can bring a PlayStation connected to the TV if you want. That's wanted. what I was thinking, right? Like you can bring something to play on. But it's like a, it is a hospital, so whatever. Like you can get in there, you can just stick in there. <laughs> you can get a booty monitor, and <laughs> exactly. set it up. Uh, so it's honestly very, very chill. Like I just sat there, I watched Jujutsu Kaisen for the first time, <laughs> and then like every two hours, I'd walk out and talk to like the girls and see what they do as they put cream on my arms. Mm. And they're like, "Oh, what are you watching inside?" "Oh, I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen." They're like, 
that's my favorite show. And like the, all the Asian girls turn around. That's what you're watching? Anime? We had an anime conversation for like 45 minutes. Mm. And I was like, okay, which one are you single? We all have boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. You shot. I shot. Uh, what's it called? Dude, what if like Azo brought like his like uh, table, his gaming table? Honestly, he could Set up. Like one of our Honestly, friends has like a whole computer set up on his table so that he could take it around the school. So like he could just wheel that into your, into your hospital If it room. fits the... If it fits the elevator, you can probably take it upstairs. But then, like, keep in mind, the elevator is meant to take hospital beds. Right, so you can actually get, so like, you can just take the whole thing. There. And then after that, if, if you have, like, a minivan or a truck or something, then you can just put that on the truck. Yeah. And get up. It was just, it was kind of, like, just chill. You kind of just sit there and watch TV. And then every couple of hours, they take a picture of your arm, and that's it. That sounds nice. And then they give you, like, they brought, like, pizza. They brought, like, dinner. They had, like, little uh, boxes. Like, dinner, I think. Our lunch was uh, butter chicken. Whoa. And then a risotto of some sort, and then like carrots and like garlic bread, and then our breakfast was like a croissant, some eggs, uh, some bacon, and then fruit, I think. And they just had like a pre-made turkey sandwiches, pre-made like ham sandwiches. Oh, I love turkey sandwiches. Uh, you can get as much mayo as you want. You can make peanut butter and jelly if you want. Cheese sticks, soda, so much soda, so much chips. They had little like Krispy Kreme donut packages. Oh my gosh! I was like, dude, am I here to like do something? Or am I here to get it's fat? Like a whole gas station in there. Yeah, I'm just kind of, and then you just chill. And then at one point, the um, nurses rotate for like overnight stays and stuff like that. And when it becomes overnight, they order like pizza, and they're like, take as much as you want. And so when I left the hospital like 11 uh, at night, they're like, do you want any boxes? Like we have leftover pizza boxes. So I just took a whole box home, and I was like, I'm chilling. And that was it. And I got paid like $400 for it. That sounds lit, man. Are you going to do the second one? Yeah, they have to like text me and call me and be like, hey, we have a second one. You want to sign up for it? Yeah. But nice. turns out like the one that I did was a shorter one, quote unquote, because it was only 24 hours. The one my sister did was 48, I guess, mm-hmm. Um, which was weird. I don't know. What... Or I guess not 48. They go in 5.30 p.m. on a Friday night and ours, we came out Saturday at 11 p.m. She came out Sunday, 11 a.m. Weird. So I guess it's not 48 hours type of idea. I don't know what it was. Um, but it was just like that. And you kind of just chill and you gotta like just make money and you get fat. I have yet to cash my check. I haven't put it in yet. You should, bro. Hey, we're, we're, on the, we're on the come up. It's slow, but we're getting there. Now, next on the list is the blood donation and some other stuff. Oh, I got, I got approved for two more um, focus groups since that one. Oh, dope. So they're becoming quick. I'm trying to I'm trying to find another one. There was a girl in my econ class. She was like, I was explaining the lab thing to my econ teacher because he was like, what'd you do for the break? And I'm like, I got tested on like lab rat. And the girl was like, yeah, I'm, I am I work with that company as well. I'm like, oh, oh hey, yo, when are you the next opening? <laughs> Let me get one. Hey, bro, that's, that's some good marketing right I'm there. I'm like, Let me get one too because I got I, I got to make some money. The teacher was so confused on why I did that. He was like, dude, like, did you sign up for it? Did they call you? I'm like, yeah, I signed up for it. Why? Because I'm a broke college student. And everyone laughed. And he goes, that's actually fair. Like That's not a bad idea. And I explained the whole thing to him. I'm like, dude, you sit there and get fat and watch anime. And get paid. And get paid. And he goes, how much? And I was they like, shave your arms. And yeah, honestly, my arm was so smooth. You have some nice it. ladies Bro, up on your arms. It was, I took a shower like when I first got back. And I put like the soap on my arm. And I was like, what the heck is this? Bro, this is a slip and slide on my arm. Yeah, it feels weird, bro. I don't... I've had arm hair for so long, and it would it would just be the weirdest thing to have water all over it. The same thing happened when I took my first shower when I was bald. Yeah, it felt like it felt like I've never ever been wet before, and that was the first <laughs> time. And I was like, "Wow, 
this is amazing. And I could like feel my head and I was like, I'm touching my actual skull. A whole new Whoa. world. Yeah, it was great. I'm in that awkward phase now though, where like, I probably do need to get a cut a little bit because I got that hedgehog vibe going and no, I you're feel, fine. I feel dumb whenever I walk. I, like I see myself in the mirror. Like I look at pictures when it was Buzz Buzz, and I was like, mm, "That was nice." I look at myself in the mirror now, and I'm like, like Ugh. "It's because it's at the point Ugh. where it's like longer, but you can't comb it." Yeah, I look like a, like a 2000s emo kid or something. Yeah, it's it's great. I love it. It's interesting. <laughs> it's a new look for me. Never done before. Yeah, but yeah, focus groups are are a really good source of money and. College students are very, very broke. So there's not a lot of options out there. I was actually talking about this with my dad the other day. I was like, I need to find a way to make money without doing any work. And he looked at me and he was like, you dumb, dumb. Yeah. That does not exist. And I was like, I know. But can like, you, like your dad hire get you or close. something? I could, but I told my dad a long time ago. Uh, my dad owns a used car dealership. I told him a long time ago. I was like, I don't want to work for you. Like, I want to do my own thing. Oh. I told him I'd work. It's just like, I wouldn't, because I wouldn't want like the special treatment. And I also wouldn't want to take money from my dad because it, that, that would, it, it would just feel wrong. But it's a, ah, that's a different story. If like, right. I would be doing labor for him. You're, so you're right. Like, it's, it's, he's it's paying like a, a job person, job though. But at the same time, like, if I'm doing it, I should probably do it for free. Like, I wouldn't want him to charge. I wouldn't charge him for it. So. It would feel wrong doing that. And also, I don't like it. I much prefer tutoring and talking to little kids versus, um, like, uh, uh, LOL. Uh, <laughs> versus, like, making sales and uh, managing cars. The only perk of that job would be that I get to drive, like, nice cars every day. Yeah. But uh, that would be it. Because my uncle owns, like, two used car dealerships in California. And, like, anytime, like, I go, and I'm like, do you need help at the car lot or anything? Because, yeah, I just bought a car from an auction. I actually bought three. Can you and your cousins go pick them up and drive them across, like, L.A.? Yeah. I'm like, for sure, bro. Free car to drive around. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and every get, now and then we get pulled over because we don't have a license plate. It happens all the yeah. time with me. And it's so annoying. Yeah. I have the, uh, I, I, we did the same thing the other day. We picked up an Audi from the auction and I, I, uh, I, uh, took it on a nice ride back home. It was, and then it you was got good. pulled over because you don't have a license plate. It was plate. good. <laughs> Actually, I went so fast that they couldn't pull me over. So it was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we always get pulled over because what we do is we try to like line up and like, if we have like three cars, we try to line up back to back to back. And the one without the license plate, it sits in the middle. Huh. And therefore, like, you know. If it's harder for you to get, get pulled over. Yeah, it's like no one sees your license plate or some random, like, BS. But it usually works until, you know, some car comes in the middle of us and somehow we don't get, uh, we got caught. But what usually happens is, like, I'll be driving and I'll get pulled over and be like, let me make a phone call real quick. And so the, the, the car in front of us who does have a license plate has all the papers of like all the bought cars and stuff right. so they'll come back around and be like yeah hey officer here's the paper we're just moving it and we're like that's the sketchiest thing on earth my cousin was uh in, in texas and he bought a car he bought a shoot what was the car it was a chrysler what was the does the the the, the there's a large one there's a sedan one mm. uh i don't know any chrysler whatever. sedans or let's go Whatever, it was just a car, but the windows were like black tinted. Oh no! And was it like that, or did he get it like on a? Purpose? He he got it on auction in, in the auction like that. Oh right, right, right. Uh, and he was like driving around. He was just driving literally to go get breakfast. Like nothing sketchy. Him, his wife, and uh, his in law. I don't know, whatever. And they were just going to get breakfast. Literally, they had slides on and like sweatpants. Like nothing sketchy, right? And they got pulled over like thirty minutes from here. And sitting on the highway on the side, the couple's like, where's your license plate? Where's your, why are your windows tinted so much? Like, he thought it was a drug car. 
It's, it makes sense though. It made sense. It and he sense. sat there and he's like, bro, can I show you, can I go to my car and show you oh, my papers? Man. He goes, no, sit down. I'm like, okay, call this, call this number and tell them my name and tell them my number and tell them the car. They'll tell you that we just bought it. No, sit here. And then he got back up and we're like, what? What the hell? It oh <laughs> was God. a funniest story for 45 minutes. They just kind of sat there with like no shoes on and all that stuff. And the cop was like, no. And then they finally called the, uh, the auction company. They're like, do you know this person? Did he just buy a car? Here's his license plate, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, we just literally just sold it like 45 minutes ago. And they're like... Off the lot, literally. Oh, uh, sorry, sir, you can go home now. And bro, my cousin was livid, bro. He was like, give me a batch number, boy. I'm about to make a promo out of this. Oh, really? He's one of those people. I would too. I don't honestly. know if he did or not in the end of the day, but I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because all the cars too. we buy... Uh, we kind of like buy them used and then fix them up and then sell them. Mm-hmm. And so technically that car wasn't that bad. It's just like you got to fix the tint. And then I think like one of the lights is broken and that's not yet. Imagine being a cop and like seeing this fully black car opening the door and then seeing like a whole like family of people inside. Yeah, it's so and you're like, oh, I thought there was going to be drugs. Uh, now there's people. Mm, that's going to be a search. One of the cars we got uh, in California like two years ago didn't have brakes, but it had an emergency handbrake. And so, like, you would just drive, like, 20 miles an hour. And then anytime <laughs> like you had to stop at a red light, you just handbrake it. <laughs> and you're like, all right, stop right there. Okay, pause. Oh, that's not right, such no, a go. <laughs> It was oh, the stupidest thing rough. on earth. I was like, why do we buy cars like this? This is so stupid. But honestly, it's fun. You buy, like, really weird cars. You bought, uh, we, They bought, um, my cousin while he was in Hawaii, same cousin, bought, like, a really old, like, 1970s, like, car. And now he has it sitting in his garage because he doesn't want to sell it unless he sells it for, like, a really good, like, price. Yeah. And the license plate is Hawaii. Ooh. So you're, you're getting a good price for it. Like, no matter what, oh. you're getting a good price for it. So I was like, it's interesting. The car I drive right now is from that uh, auction. auction? Is it one of the auctions? Not in the Hawaii auction, Ooh. but like California auction, I think. Yeah, 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 from your uncle. Yeah. Interesting. And so like... The one I drive oh. is also from the auction, so I guess we're both driving auction cars. <laughs> we're driving auction cars. My car came without a... Uh, one of the buttons in the back of the car does not... For the windows, it's not there. And then the, like... You know, like the console area where there's like like a like a slot here to put something or like yeah, a store yeah. all of those are like kind of jankily broken and stuff and there's like sticky stuff in there for some reason i just mm-hmm. don't touch it like i just try not to try not to think about it but other than that my car is like oh and the paint job oh my gosh the guy who owned the car before us is such like a bad bad paint job and it's like rain it it's called like the rain effect or something where it looks like the rain droplets hit it on the top Oh, okay. And then on the sides, it's just like this weirdly weird gloss, and the color is so weird. I don't know. But my dad was saying that, that apparently that like weird gray green color is like in in fashion now. No, yeah, it's a rhino. It's rhino gray. But why? Like I think it looks I'd, ugly. If it was yours, is just like it looks like it was spray painted on. Like there's no like glossy finish or anything. I would get a car that's like that color if it was like done correctly, like a uh, like a normal glossy finish wax, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. I would get that. Yeah, I think what he did was like a custom thing. Yeah, it just looks like a lot, of, a lot of different like nicks and because your label, your uh, what was like a Toyota or whatever you drive, mm-hmm. it, it's it's spray painted over, so yeah, like that's how we know it's sketchy. And the the keyhole for the trunk that was also like covered until I had to pop the pop it open. Bro, uh, do you do you want me to start talking about my car? You can you dude honestly, your car is like a whole topic. My car, it's when a it beauty came, and a curse. The car, the reason we bought this car for my uncle was because we just needed a car at the time, just like something easy. And so we bought it like very, very cheap. It's a 2006 Honda Accord, right? Oh, my, uh, my Forerunner is a 2006 Forerunner. Hey, uh, my, uh, never mind. Um, the car runs fine, right? But 
my uncle when he bought it, he kind of just like uh, turned on the car, made sure it runs fa- uh, smoothly, driver, whatever, reverse, all that. He didn't check the lights, the radio, or the windows, mm-hmm. right? And so about like halfway through us driving it, we realized that the the in in the car lights don't work, and then the headlights don't work. And we're like, definitely gonna get pulled over for that one. And so, I mean, it was a day. It was like during the day whenever we uh, got it from the shipping. And so we were like, this is sketchy. And so we called him, and he came. Like he flew down and checked the car. Turns out someone stole the radio. Oh wow! Stole the inside lights. Stole the outside like headlights. Even though like the the cover's still on. And then, um, and then stole the inside of like the windows, like the fuses, and like messed up the fuses and stuff. Oh my god! And so involved if you look at the like the radio right now it's there it's just like the the what's the console i guess like the like it's just the outside part of it It just looks like a dashboard but if you open up the inside of the radio there's nothing there (laughs) there's literally just a gap and so uh it's like scratched up because people are trying to like steal it and like break into it and then the windows like the tint on the windows are peeling Oh yeah, is is that what that is? Yeah, I thought it was like new window like wrapper whatever that you just didn't nah, want to take gee. off. It's peeling, and my dad is like, yeah, if you ever just want to peel it all off, we'll go like fix it later on. Just peel it all off. So if you look at my like my window itself, there's just a big like peeled uh, thing. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to peel a little, it. Little cutout. The reason I stopped peeling my window was because if you start if you uh, make the window go down. It goes down so slowly, makes a really weird sound. I was like, ah, it's because it's rubbing yeah, it on the glass. The last time we tried to do something with yeah, it. and then, oh, the funny part, when we fixed, we got the remote, the, like the car fob, I guess what you guys call it. Um, the 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 locking on it worked, right? The lock and unlock on the the uh, remote, the key remote works, right? It worked for the whole time. And then when we went to fix the windows, because at that time, the windows don't go up and down. They were just frozen, like, in one spot. They would not go up or down, right? So we went and changed the fuse to make the windows work. And then the car fob stopped working. And I was like, how do you guys mess up the car fob and then, like, the key and then the windows start working? It's, it's either you want to get into your car or, or you, you want, want to windows. use windows. And so now when you go look at my car now, the, the, I don't know what they did here. We did this here, like, in our city. The windows are slowly starting to die. Oh, so my back that. right window and, like, the back seat, it goes up so, so slow. And I was like, I hate life so much. And then, and then the left, uh, my driver's window. If you go up, and you know how it's like auto, uh, automatic, it'll go up and down, or whatever. Right. If I do the automatic go up, it'll go, it'll fully close, and then it'll start going back down automatically. What? And so I have to catch it right before <laughs> it like it hits the top, and then like manually close it. Um, and then if I close my door too hard, all the locks will lock and then unlock. And then, what? and then, what's the other one? What's the other one? That oh, sounds so scary. You know how in some cars you have that little uh, locking knob on, like right next to your window in the back of your car? Yeah, like the, the weird French fry thing that sticks out. Yeah, like for, whenever it's locked, it's like down, whenever it's unlocked, it's up. Yeah. If I close my like driver door uh, lock, it locks the whole car. I think that's how it's supposed to be. No, I thought it just locks your door. Um,. I, I think the design is, is like because you're the driver and you want to lock the whole car when you leave, 
it'll it locks the whole it's like when you key fob when you hit the lock button yeah it but i thought like car. in the door so as a driver you have the same functionality that it locks the whole car but i thought because it didn't do that whenever i first got the car because I, I have like the whole like door like it's kind of like the window press thing where it locks the door all of them or whatever locks the windows as well but like that the, the little knob right next to the window should not lock all four doors i i think the the i might it might be a glitch too but like what what I'm talking about is when you use a fob or something, yeah, or when you manually press the lock and unlock button in the car, and I think your car's a computer defaults that manual unlocking and locking yeah. of the the stick thing as that, so it unlocks and locks the whole car. Maybe instead. so now whenever I get out of my car and I want to lock my car, I don't even press the button right next to my windows. I just like hit the I hit the little stick that's hitting and it locks all all four doors. It's the sketchiest thing on earth. And, and then the paint job that seems kind of dope though the paint came as a like a light navy blue but now it's like dark navy blue to black because there were so many like messed up like bubbles in the paint or whatever it was light colored it, it was a light color it was a lighter color but now if you see my car it's almost like it's navy blue almost black yeah i thought that's how it just was all no. the other uh, uh corollas that i find nah, also like that. it was it was light colored like navy blue hmm. and now it's like blackish it's really weird i don't know how this car works it's like a magical creature. Yeah, and then and then the rubber on the inside of all the doors fell off, and so now if you go look at like some of the back seat doors, you'll see like a piece of duct tape like taped to like the rubber and in, into the inside of my car. We can second take those off because we re-glued all of it. It's just I don't ever go back to my back seat, so it's like I also don't go to the back seat. I, I don't. I didn't peel off the tape. Every time I go to the back seat, it's like <laughs> it's like when you when you leave your room in college and then you come back and you see that you never clean it and you're like, oh, like, wow, oh, what is all this? Hello. That's a that's the that's a future me problem. When did I put dip. that there? <laughs> I remember when we went on the road trip a couple couple uh, last year. Oh my god. It's been a year. Been a while. And uh, we all left our cups and everything. I'm pretty sure they're still there. And every time I look at them, I'm like, I should probably get rid of these, but I just don't. You know when we went to get coffee the other day? Mm -hmm. Uh, me and you and Thomas, I had crackers in my car, like one of those like little like package of like six crackers. And we went and got coffee, and then we went and got donuts. I was gonna eat the crackers in your car while we were talking, but like we got donuts, and I was like, I'll say this later. So I put this, I put it in your little back back of your seat compartment the flap thing yeah the little flap thing i put it there and i forgot it there and i was like that's no worry i saw it doesn't clean his car i'll be back in his car in like two <laughs> weeks bro i just grab it again and i'm yeah. ready yeah i was like oh, i'll come back and eat it later See, it's just a snack my car is not messy but it's it doesn't messy. get cleaned so i guess in a way it is messy saying like in my car like i don't have anything trash in there i have like a like maybe like two bottles in the back of my car and then like a box of tissues that's essentially it like i don't have anything bad bad but then again, it's a very old car, and I don't really care about it. So well, if, I mean, like, I remember you were telling me that you were like, I don't lock the doors anymore, just so that if someone steals it, bro, then I can get the insurance. I can money. get the insurance money. I usually don't lock the car, my my car doors. It's just because like no one's gonna come steal this old car. Like, I yeah, definitely. My yeah. old Camry, my nineteen ninety two Camry. If you're gonna steal a ninety two Camry, that's on you, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Like, why are you stealing this car of all cars? That freaking gas cap doesn't even close. What are you gonna do with this car? That's so weird. That's so dangerous. I can I can go down that like that car road, but I'm just not gonna, we're not gonna open that car. That sounds like a whole rabbit hole of a mess. Yeah. The, I think I think a Mars. Somebody used to call it like the death car, like death machine or something like that. I don't remember what it was called. I think yeah, it was because every time it started moving, it made a noise that made it sound like you were gonna die later. The the steering wheel shakes so hard whenever like we're not driving. It's remember when you go over bumps and the whole car goes. And the, the suspension from the back of the car just goes. It's something like you killed something. And you yeah. crushed something under the back. But that's completely normal. It's been that car is a 1992 Camry. My dad bought it when he moved to America and right before he moved, he married my mom. Right. 
that car, we saw a picture of my parents' marriage. That car was in the back of that picture. And then if you know the stats of it, it's gone through four children, three marriages, my mom, my sister, my sister, uh, four kids, three marriages, like two car accidents, 28 years. <laughs> like it's oh. so, it's been through so much. Oh, 28 years. What is it? 1992. Right. Eight and now we're in 2022. 30. 30 years. Oh, man. Yeah. It's been through 30 years. Two car accidents. The car accident, I don't even know how the car survived. My sister got into a, such a bad car accident. The back half of the car, if you stare at it, is a different shade of gray. The sidewind, right? Yeah, it was. I think it was like a T-bone or something. Um, but like the back car was, the back of the car was just completely destroyed. And now, if you look at it, it's completely different shit. It's a little bit of a different shade of gray. And we're like, dude, how is this car still alive? They literally brought it back to life. We went to go to try to like just see our mechanic, like how much would you buy it for? He was like, honestly, bro, not that much. If you take it apart and sell the parts, I'd buy more. I'd buy like I'd buy the parts. That's essentially it. To fix the car and buy parts for it costs so much it's stupid i was like just get rid of the car buy me a new card get it over with i mean buying a car is so i mean like if we, if, if we were talking about like kids like we were and kids are bad dude cars are like <laughs> way like, more like kids okay kids don't really inflate like True. kids don't get it more expensive we just have less and less ability to pay for them I mean, sometimes they get expensive, but cars straight up will get like more and more and more expensive. Especially now that the like the chip shortage or whatever. Oh yeah, all of that is like my dad was telling me massively affecting yeah. the price of cars and things, which is good for him, I guess. But it's also more expensive for him to buy them from the auction, so it, it yeah. kind of has like a double double edged sword kind of thing. My uncle was like, if you're gonna buy a car, just wait it out. Honestly, like stick with your horrible Accord right now and just wait it out. It'll be a learning moment. Yeah, I guess. But I'm like, I want to buy a truck. You're going to have to wait a long time to buy a truck. I actually yeah. told my uncle, I was like, if you find a good truck in the auction here in Texas or in California or wherever in Hawaii, let me know, bro, because I want a nice truck. And they're like, yeah, okay, we'll see. I was going to buy a Challenger from them a couple years ago, but I wasn't old enough to drive yet. Ooh, a Challenger? I think it was at the time Ibrahim I was there. A Challenger would be nice. I was there in 2018. And they had a 2017 Challenger, I think. It was orange, which I was like, okay, whatever, I don't care. But it was like a, it was a coupe, two door, you know. And it was just a nice Challenger, and I was like, I am down, bro, I'm down. And then you know, I was, I didn't even drive at that point. So what's the point of buying it? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about test drives for me. When I drive a car, I immediately want to keep it. Yeah. So test drives are very scary for me because I'm like, oh, but I love. I just, mm. I was just in the car, and it feels so good. I really want to keep keep driving. That's that's my cousin, the same one who bought, uh, got the uh, sketchy car. He will take a car, and if he really likes it, he'll like upgrade it. I think he got a truck once. He lifted it. He added like nice rims and everything. He kept the car for like a year, and then he sold it after all its mods. And he's got like three times the way he like he bought it for. You know something that or, like, I've been smart. looking into for a car. My uncle has one of these. It's like a smart braking system. Nah. Those have always looked cool. Oh, the ones that like in like the new 2022 cars or whatever, where like it automatically breaks if there's a car in front of you. Yeah, something like that, or or like the pressure that you need to apply to the actual brakes to make them stop is like adjusted by this 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 mechanic, so it's less or more. Like you don't have to try as hard and things like that. Interesting. But it sounded really cool, and it made the car ride so smooth. It was a Ford Raptor that that was it was on, um, so it, it drove very smooth. Interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that. I thought it was just like you know how new cars. Um, 
if you like veer out of your lane, it'll like beep and like realign you or something. Yeah, like that. that's I where it was, the lane assist. Yeah, or like if there's a car, I know I think Kia keeps on their commercials all of this. Or if you get too close to a car in front of you, it'll like automatically brake for you. You're like, beep, 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 and it's off. Yeah, no, I've definitely seen all those ads online. Yeah. So many for the car thing. It's like, beep, 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 stop. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> I didn't mean to almost hit the car in front of us. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I guess another thing that, that we did on the, uh, in the in the recent weeks was we uh, we went back to our high school. Uh, for multiple reasons actually we've been we've me and you specifically have been back there more than i think any of our graduating classes (laughs) i think it's because like the the relationship we have with certain teachers is the only reason we're going back i don't really care about the school i just care about the relationship at this point this yeah it doesn't really it's not it's not there's nothing to remember of the school yeah but like the relationship we have with like certain teachers i'm just like hey guys how y'all doing and now that we're adults ish they're like actually gonna talk to us and be like, "Oh, so how's life? Good. I hate this. Oh, tell me more." Like the conversation we had yesterday oh, that was, was like so an adult. Nice. It was an adult conversation about like houses and buying market and the you housing market. You never hear stuff like your that. teachers talk about this kind of. And stuff. they're like, "Oh, it's so stupid. I have to do this, and like the agent has to do this." Oh, tell me more. Sure, but like I don't know anything about it. But yeah, okay. And I then just... you're gonna have an argument about how dumb school is, and the teacher's like, "No." But if you're a student, they'll be like, listen, you don't know anything. You're still learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they have bro. to lie to you and tell you to keep paying attention. But yeah. then after that, when you grow up, they're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of weird, bro. Yeah. I don't know why we did that. No, no one can teach this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had this kind of uh, sad, uh, not sad, like weird idea for a talking point. But I guess I can bring it up later. Uh, but it has to do with like the, the whole school thing and proximity. Oh, careful now. Which is which, a reason to answer what we were talking about. Like a reason why I think we're also closest because like our lives just ended up that we were like, near nearby at home yeah and all those other guys and they you know they got out and they went wherever they wanted to their own separate ways so uh and in a weird way it's a coincidence a chance yeah also i don't it's like opportunity and chance at the same time but um yeah so so we went to uh first we went to just uh we're gonna go talk about college stuff as oh yeah yeah we were on a panel oh man that was rough that was weird. I was bro. so morally torn that day because I did not want to like splurge my inner deep dark hatred of college True. because I knew the teachers wouldn't like that and then also I wouldn't want to like depress the kids. But at the same time, like when I was their age, no one told me the full full story, so that's why I would have wanted it. I think our class, maybe like me and you and like one other people, like we had our class and then the class under us, right? Mm-hmm. Talking to Two classes down, I guess, whatever. We talked to the seniors, seniors and then juniors. Juniors about application and then seniors about like being in college. Yeah. We had a different conversation. Like we graduated in 2020. The grade that graduated in 2021 had a completely different conversation with them. They had a lot more positive yeah. uh, college association. And we were like, yeah, we applied to like 15 different schools. We did this, this, and this. I told them, I was like, I applied to 15 different schools. Got into like 12 of them, 11 of them. And I ended up going to one that's not even on the list, a community college. And I told him that I applied everywhere I wanted to and only got into two places. Yeah, and I was like, this is life, y'all. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it, was, it was nice because after we had to do all of that depressing stuff, then we got to chat with the teachers and actually talk, and that was, that was fun to, yeah. to, to hang around and do. They were, they were surprisingly more like willing to talk to us now. I, th- I have a feeling that because of like the way we left which again is also, I guess, circumstance. Um, the way we left with with COVID making us have to go, and you know all of the other stuff that happened. Yeah. It it kind of like 
didn't feel like a proper send-off. Mm-hmm. So that's why whenever we go back and see them, it's like they, they kind of feel like we're still supposed to be part of the school because we never left. The the receptionist at our high school, when we went when we went back to like, you know, do all this alumni stuff, she would I would show up and she'd be like, Ibrahim, you're late. I'm like, no, I'm not, okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm on time. <laughs> like, that's like I always joke because for like the first year I was late like sixteen that's, times. That's so cute. And she's like, Ibrahim, you're late. And I'm like, Listen, I know I am, but I'm an alumni now. Stop. Mr. Belair, yeah. give me a chance. I'm like, listen, bro, I know I'm late. Just like, just just don't give me a tardy, bro. I'm sorry. I felt weird because like, yeah, we had to sign in using the sign-in sheet. And I, was and like, I got the little I visitor I feel like sticker. I should have a tardy right now. Yeah. She was like, do I put you as tardy as an alumni or as a student? I'm like, hey, that's on you, bro. If you want me to come in and do lunch attention for being late, do you I'll remember, do it. Do you remember like the mad dashes that we would make during lunch and stuff to make sure that we didn't like miss getting in on time? And yeah. and our, our um the, uh, I just forgot the name. You just said it. Mm-hmm. Secretary desk. Our receptionist. Our receptionist would always be so nice to us. And she'd be <laughs> like, I don't see anything. You guys are. I can hear people walking. But it's because it's because we're the nice kids, like everyone loves. But if yeah. anyone like with us, they'll be like, "Hey, you're late. Come here." <laughs> oh yeah, and then there was this whole like phase of school where we weren't allowed to like bring food or drinks. But uh, obviously, we still tried to smuggle as much as we could into the school. <laughs> we and smuggled we a whole so... meal from IHOP once. We smuggled groceries. We also oh. smuggled that. Oh my god, that's a whole story. <laughs> so when uh, when when this whole policy happened and all of us couldn't eat or drink in the school, it was During kind class. of hard. And then oh okay, so I guess part of our culture at school before this mandate was yeah, like you could snack in class, you could eat yeah. whatever. And then I kind of went away because of trash and other stuff. And then people were like. You can snack, but don't have a whole meal. Yeah. I went back to that. It kept going and kept getting worse and worse and restricted. And then eventually the teachers were like, don't even bring outside food. You can only bring clear containers and it has to only be water in them. And yeah. we were like, oh, wow. Uh, one of our friends, I will not name names. Not friends. Acquaintance. Yeah, friends. Classmates. He, he classmates. That's that's the PC. Um, he brought a mysterious liquid that was like water and uh, would sip that all during class. And we were all like, bro, there's no way that you're going to just get away with that. And he did. He definitely did. He brought alcohol. Um, and then... I'll say. We, uh, we... So all of us were like, dude, we kind of want to, like, make food at school. Like, we kinda No, no, that's hungry. not even how it started, bro. Is that not how that started? That's not how it started. I thought it was just because we were hungry. Yeah, I mean, te- technically. So what we do is, like, some of us and some of like, the girls in our, in our grade, uh, close friends, after, like, Valentine's Day, Halloween, like, the big things... We would go to like Target and see their clearance aisles. And we'll get like candy. I remember going to Target, I think, after Valentine's Day. Me, Thomas, and like some of the girls. And we would just, we just got up so much candy and like cotton candy and like random stupid stuff because they're on clearance and just go back to school and eat that, right? And so one day we were just at Target looking at the clearance aisles. We we're like, nothing good here, right? And we we're like, this is supposed to be our lunch. We're supposed to get food. Target's expensive. And so we were like, what's the cheapest thing that we can get here? That makes the most sense. So we were in the bread aisle, and I was like, yo. Oh, yes. How about we buy a loaf of bread? Yeah, we looked at all the candy, and we were like, this is too much. There's yeah. no way. I was like, how about we buy a loaf of bread and some peanut butter and jelly? <laughs> we'll stop at like the little marketplace they have and buy, pick up like a knife, and we'll just make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And everyone's like, genius. And that costed like $2. And then we were like, oh, wait, no. It would be more strategic if we brought the peanut butter that had the jelly in the same can. Yeah, you know, the, so the little stripes. I think it's called stripes. And we were like, oh, yeah, but what if people like Nutella? Oh, my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. What if people want to toast their bread? Oh, my God. Right. We had like so many different ideas. So we ended up just <laughs> buying the loaf of bread, that peanut butter and jelly, uh, one jar stripes thing. And we went back to school. 
and we started like making the sandwiches in class before uh, before class started. It was like I think twelve thirty. Oh, class I, we starts. We made the mistake of getting chunky peanut butter too. It yeah, wasn't that was the smooth. first. It was so yeah. weird. Um, we had it. like it was like twelve twenty five. Class starts at twelve thirty. We were sitting in our, like the classrooms making like sandwiches, and we're like, "What do we do with half a loaf of bread?" Because we still have a whole jar of peanut butter and like a whole loaf of bread. We had like these weird cabinets no one would ever use, and like one of they the classrooms. They were perfect because our school was new, so there wasn't everything filled. Yeah. So we were like, okay, that's it. We went and put it in there, hoping like you know whatever, hoping no one would steal it. And this was right before we figured out how to future proof kind of stuff yeah. like this. So and so we we would come back to class and like eat our sandwiches and. Teachers would be like, okay, hurry up. You know, you have like two minutes to finish your uh, thing. <laughs> the next day, one of our friends comes back. He goes, yo, did we finish the peanut butter and jelly sandwich stuff? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's still in the pantry. This was like 11 a.m., like in the middle of school day. And they were like, He's like hey, yo, I'm kind of hungry. You want a sandwich? And I'm like, I want a sandwich. You want a sa-? In the middle of, we, I remember. You want to make sandwiches? It was in the middle of Miss Davis's class for English. And we were like, you want a sandwich? I'm like, I want a sandwich. So in the middle of class, we got up and went into the calculus room where we had all the sandwiches and stuff. We would open up the pan, the 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 door for like the cabinet. We took it off, put it on the on the counter. There was a little sink next to the counter, so you could wash your hands and like. And we started making sandwiches. Off. The amount of people that were like looking at us, like, oh what are God. they doing? We, it felt so fun because like everybody was looking. But again, okay, so the uh, you know a lot of the 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 perks of being like secretive about it was that we didn't have to share it. Yeah. But then if everybody started seeing that we were making food, they'd be like, hey, yo, hey, yo. Let me get a but, piece. But that's what we did. What we did was like we had, I think like three or four of us at once huddled around the sandwiches. And so we were able to finish the loaf. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Bless you. Bless me. We were able to finish like the, the loaf of bread right then and there, right? Oh, yeah. All we had left was the, the jar of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And so we put the jar of peanut butter back, but we walked back. We threw away the bag of, uh, what's it called? The, the bag of bread. And we went back to class and all the teachers were like, Where'd you get a peanut butter Where'd you get a from? sandwich from? <laughs> and I was like, don't worry about it. And we finished our sandwich. Later on that day, the kid comes back. He goes, yo, are you, do you want to go back to Target and get like bread? I was like, is this about to be a thing? And he was like, yeah. And then you also got dum-dums. We also got dum-dums. Yeah. So we had a bag of dum-dums. We went, back to, we went back to Target. We got just a loaf of bread only for like a dollar. A Donnie Sense or whatever it was. Yeah, we got uh, the bad one. What, what was we it got called? like an off-brand one. I don't What's know what the it was. One with the yellow, the, I, I have it downstairs. The blue and the yellow and the red. Oh, Miss Birds. White. Yeah, Miss Birds. Miss Birds. I like Miss Birds. Yeah, it's, but, it's but that's nice. the cheap one. Yeah, so I don't care, honestly. It's bread is bread. And so we went back. We made our sandwiches. And it became a thing. Everyone started. I had like chips at home. And I really wanted like, I don't remember who it was. I think Thomas to try it or something. I bought the whole bag of like party size bag like of chips. It was so fun. And I was like, "Oh, we're done, okay." And like we would wrap it up and put it in the pantry, or what we call the pantry, it was just a cabinet. And we would like we put it in the pantry, and then the next day, someone brought like lollipops. The mm-hmm. other kid brought like it was like chocolate. a whole three phase play, like everything. Every like two minutes, someone would walk out from our pantry, quote unquote, and with a sandwich or something. And I remember I was eating a sandwich with someone in the middle of a government class, and the teacher, Miss Pinder, was like, "Are y'all just having?" Sa- where do y'all keep coming up with these sandwiches from? Yep. I'm like, what? I'm hungry. She goes, she looked at me. She's like, leaned in. She's like, do you have any more? I'm like, you want a sandwich? <laughs> I will go make you a sandwich, bro. She goes, no, no, no. And you know, no, no, no. It's like, you know. Yeah, it's like, no, try, no, don't do no, that. No, no, it's okay. What, what are you doing? I'm like, I was like, hold my sandwich. I got up. I went and made her a sandwich. Got like a napkin, put it on the napkin, oh, yeah, the, and walked the back to her. The towel dispenser was right there too. It was right under it. It oh, was a perfect, so perfect. It was perfect it was like a placement. Kitchen. And we went back, and I was like, "Here you go." And she was like, "I'm gonna act like this came from my house." And I'm like, "Yeah, nice sandwich that you have." But, but then, Act Two, right? Tragedy struck. 
we were just chilling, right? And it was like a secret still. No one really knew. And me, Ibrahim, all the lads, we were just getting ready to go to lunch. And then one of our other homies, he walks up to us and he's like, hey, do you guys still have the peanut butter? And we're like, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about again? And he goes, the peanut butter? Guys, I know you have it. And we were like, okay, man, listen. The, the way it works is that you have to ask us. We bring you the sandwich. We won't tell you where it is. I think at one point I charged someone for a sandwich. You can't. We cannot tell you the location of the contraband. And he was like, guys, come on, please. I'm hungry. Like, I missed lunch. I was in tutorials. And we were like, okay, fine. And we were like, we're on our way out for lunch. If you want to make ones, you know, over here around the corner, we get back after lunch. All gone. Yeah, it's all gone. All gone. I think at that point, we realized, like, don't buy the the, the stripes one where it's like peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. We bought two separate jars. And we also learned that day. Never tell anybody where you put it and never explicitly show where you get Bro, it when you go to we, the cabinet. We thought about like 30 different places we can put the rest of the food. But it was the best one where we had it, where the positioning one was One of the kids perfect. was like, yo, I have, a, I have a, a bin in my car, right? We can put all the food in there. We can close the bin. We can put it on a top shelf all in a back corner, like near the wall where no one goes to. Yeah. I'm like, hey, yo. It was a challenge because you had to get food that was non-perishable. Yeah. Or something that would take a while like bread. Yeah. So we were like, oh, yeah, we can't get, like, uh, something, you know, open air or anything. And then some guy was like, oh, well, I can get, like, a cooler in my car. And we were like, mmm. I remember right before break, I was worried about the bread because I think it was, like, winter break we were going on or something. I was like, guys, you know, the bread's going to go bad. And they're like, true. And they're like, what about the peanut butter and jelly? I'm like, oh, that'll be fine. The bread. Because <laughs> we still had had a lo- half a loaf. And so we walked out from making our pantry sandwiches each person had like two sandwiches of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I had to finish it up. And they were like, you know, boys, in the middle of class, we were just eating sandwiches. Like, you want a sandwich? Like a sandwich. We had like a station next to the classroom. And at that time, our computer science teacher was teaching there. And he does not care about anything. Like, he was, he was yeah. like absent. He was like, so just don't make a mess. We were it. like, hey, who wants one? And then we just came. <laughs> we just like, started passing out sandwiches. It's like that movie uh, where like uh, the guy is behind the bar and he's like, free shots, everybody. And then you can just cut and everybody's like drunk in the bar. So we were just making sandwiches left and right, handing them out, giving them to people. Um, and I think around then was when we actually coined the name The Pantry. Yeah. So we called it The Pantry. Because at one point, like after we got back from break, we didn't really bring sandwiches back. We brought like the whole idea we of sandwiches new, back. I think we did something else, We brought right? back was, like, like crackers and small Yeah, we snacks. brought like little snacks like that, like crackers, chips, stuff like that. And then at one point... I got yelled at for this. Um, I brought back a cake from Kroger. Oh, yes. And Miss, I love this cake. Miss Davis was like, Ibrahim, tell me that's not your dinner, honey. And I'm like, oh, your lunch, honey? I was like, it's not. I so liked her. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was like, that, it's not. That was literally the only thing you ate that day. And then she goes, and she goes, also, it's a very big cake. It was a tuxedo cake. It's one of those long ones. Mm. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. I have like nine more spoons. And I walked, I whipped out a bunch of forks and spoons. And that's when all the lads saw me. They're like, hey, yo. <laughs> yo, there's a cake. <laughs> in the middle of class, everyone would walk up to me. And they would be in different classes. Our classroom, the way it was set up, like there's no actual classroom. It's just like Our learning walls. spaces. There's yeah, no yeah. walls. It was like rooms or mm, zones. Yeah. And so from like biology, they'd walk in, take a spoonful of cake and walk back to their oh, class. Yeah. And then that cake ended up making it to the pantry. The next day, I would come back and just like eat from it a little bit. And we'd throw it away. We would just buy the randomest things on earth. I think eventually there was a certain point where um, a lot of the kids in the grade were like getting into like putting stickers on stuff. Yeah. And then they were also someone, I don't know where or how, but he had a grocery bag 
full of bouncy balls. Oh, yeah, I remember the bouncy balls. I don't know where he got it from, but he was like, hey, uh, I don't really want these anymore. Um, do you just want to, like, put them in a safe place? And we were like... Like, I know a place. We were like, I got you. It, I, I still don't... Even though people would go back into that space and take food and, and and balls and everything, it still never ran out. That's how many there were in that yeah. bag. At one point, like, everyone in the grade was bouncing a bouncy ball, and the teachers got so pissed off, they just started taking it. They're like, why is there more bouncy balls showing up? They're like, how can they keep making more? I was like, let me tell you a secret. Somewhere in this building, there's a bag of bouncy balls. <laughs> and then everyone's like, wait, what? And then everyone started searching for the bouncy balls. But no one knew where it was. And for some, what surprised me was that we made sandwiches at the pantry. Right? Like, literally at the pantry. And everyone saw us, but not once did anyone actually know where it was. Like, I was like, what do you guys mean? Like, do you not know where it was? Me and half the boys were making a sandwich yesterday in front of all of you, and none of you guys know? I'm really glad that no one could figure it out. And Because what we did was we would, we would close the pantry door, or the cabinet door, because there was two cabinets right next to each other. So I guess, like, they didn't know which cabinet it was or something. Or there something were a stupid. lot in that area, so it could have been any. And then yeah. we also did this thing where we positioned them in the furthest back part. So unless you, like, peeked your head over and saw flat on the topmost part of the pantry, it would look like it, there wasn't anything, even though it was all the way in the back. Yeah. Uh, because we were trying to reduce people stealing stuff. Oh, I remember. Uh, when Right before we left for winter break, all that was left was the candy... Uh, a jar of peanut butter and a jar of jelly, right? I printed out a paper that says, janitors, please do not uh, throw this away. And I also printed it in Spanish because I know like half of them only speak Spanish. And I taped it to like the, the jars. And I was like, all right, cool. And I came back and the jar was still there. The, the paper, I was like, please take if you would like, but do not just don't throw it away. And I came back and a little bit was gone. I was like, I guess someone was hungry. <laughs> someone over the wanted break. a little bit of cake. And then like I closed it. I was like, all right. I mean, if it's still there, it's still there. It's all good. I think uh, the the... When the pandemic hit and we had to leave, right? The pantry was still in full swing. Yeah, there was and a bunch of stuff in there. After the six, seven months full quarantine, after college started, after we finally got able to like get up and out, I, we went back to the school. It was still there. No, the bouncy balls were there. Everything else was gone. I think the peanut butter was there. Just right? the jar and that was it. I thought the bouncy balls were still there. That was mm, it. I know for a fact the bouncy balls were. Yeah. That's confirmed. I don't remember. I'm pretty I remember. sure I saw the like, peanut butter in there. Maybe, but I was just like, hey... Nothing went bad. <laughs> but yeah, dude. And all of that was before Maymester, bro. Imagine the hooliganry we could have gone up to if we actually had spring and we had nothing to do in class. So we just had infinite time remember, and random stuff to do. I remember playing Wii with Tristan on his computer, holding a sandwich and then like I'm bowling. <laughs> and yes. I was like, this is my life now. Yes. This is what I call high school. Ooh. So I guess around this time too, again, with the food thing, we were all like kind of starving and <laughs> also very hungry. And that same kid who asked us about the pantry in the very beginning and then the next day it was stolen, um, he and all of his friends went into the bathroom and they started a grilled cheese business. Oh, yeah. Where all of us were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, sandwiches are great and all, but, like, what's better? And they were like, I know. So They, they brought a griddle. They brought, okay, I was going to ask you what like panini, was it. a panini press. They brought a panini press yeah. and they put it in the bathroom, connected the outlet all the way to the end. And had everybody for five bucks, you could get a grilled cheese. Yeah. Or two dollars, I forget. But the margin was great because the way they made them were so good, dude. They were amazing. Yeah. I feel like... And then they got caught because that was like... Yes. How yes. are you going to hide, hide a penny first? At least we can hide like the loaf somewhere, the peanut butter somewhere, the knife somewhere. Ours was... We were always more nuanced, yeah. I feel. Like, also, we, we, right. we weren't really like the troubled kids. Though. They were kind of yes, like the they were known group. for being the troubled kids. So yeah. they had an eye on them. Yeah. I was oh, like, and we then, got this. And then... um. Later, they would pull a similar stunt, but instead of grilled cheese, they brought a whole projector. Oh, they took a projector from one of the teachers. Yeah, into and they the connected room. their the, into the bathroom, 
And they connected, uh, I guess, was that a PlayStation, Xbox? What I think two? it was an Xbox. And they were playing like Forza 5. Yeah, Forza Horizon 5 yeah. on, on the wall in the bathroom. And so and we it was called, so funny. And then they got caught because they were in there for like four hours. Yeah. And so we called them the, the, uh, Forza, <laughs> the Forza 5. five. <laughs> like, like they were like some random people that were in a riot. Like, like the start of the riot. It's like a group of cowboys or something. Yeah. The Forza 5. The Forza 5. Attack, re- revolted, and caused mass upbringing to the government. They were doing something revolutionary that day. And when in reality, they were just remember. playing like the game i i'm gonna be honest i walked in there for a solid hour was playing with them and i was like all right i gotta go back to class oh do you do you remember um uh so uh one day uh we one were day. all t- I get, there was a lot of food related stuff now that i think <laughs> about it we were all hungry and we were like you know what let's go eat some really crap ramen like we were like i just want something that oh, will make no. my insides turn we were talking about ramen but something we, bad for some reason when we said let's go get ramen we didn't think of Let's go to an actual ramen spot. And I was like... No, no, no. We, 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 we intentionally we wanted poop ramen. We wanted like a really bad, really spicy... We wanted spicy, really spicy ramen. Acidic, like yeah. super uh, battery acid. So all of us got together. We got all of our friends. A couple of them were a little bit more um, informed on the best brands They're for this Asian. kind of stuff. Well, I'll say it. Amar also was on it. And he's not Asian. No, Amar just wanted ramen. And then Derek and Aaron, they were Asian. And yeah. then... But yeah, so they, they they all knew, and I had my reservations as well. And we were like, okay, where do we go? So we were like looking at different stores on like where to go. We went to and an Asian store in the end. Oh, we yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. We went to the the went to Daiso. Or whatever. Daiso, and uh, so we went to Daiso. We looked in the in the in the ramen section during our lunch break, by the way, right? So we weren't actually eating during. Yeah, we had an hour uh, for lunch. Lunch. We were going searching for lunch, and then we we found the aisle, and we found the most black like box looking ramen like the one that looks like it, it it says on the box it will kill you and we got them turns out we actually we like, got the wrong we one. got the wrong one it wasn't even spicy so when we got to school it was like the... no no you're missing a part bro uh we went it was just like normal like instant ramen right right we didn't have hot water for it <laughs> how did ask me how ask me how we did it right oh my god we went to racetrack and they have, like, you know, you can make hot water here, like, coffee, coffee station, whatever. Right? We went and took, like, cups of hot water and then poured it into our ramen, carried our ramen back into our car, and then drove back to school. <laughs> Very carefully to school. Keep in mind, like, all of this was in, like, a span of an hour. Yeah. And so in the middle of class, we went back to class, and we're eating our ramen, and then class started. I don't know if it was planned or we forgot or something. We had a calculus test. Also right after day. lunch. Oh my god, yes. And so in the middle of calculus tests, We're I'm burning my mouth acidic. with ramen oh and dying on the inside. It was and so bad because what we wanted was spice, right? Yeah. We wanted something that tasted interesting. Yeah. But instead, what we got was all the acid and all the booty part of it and none of the tanks. We got all this awful, awful ramen. Yeah. And we just had to chug it before so our sa- exam. And I, I remember in the middle of my like exam, I was eating it and I dropped, like the sauce was almost red. And I dropped a like a dot of sauce on my paper, no. and it was red, bro. I was like, "Oh God!" I remember I had like a like a. I was smart. I was only a smart one out of the group. And while we were at racetrack, I bought like chocolate milk because I knew it was gonna be spicy. Dang! And I remember Amar is lactose intolerant. He walks up to me after my exam is done and his exam is done, and he's like, "Can I get some?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay." He starts drinking from it, and I'm like, "Wait, Amar, you're lactose intolerant?" He goes, "Listen, bro." I'm going to spend four hours on, in the toilet because of this ramen. <laughs> might as well. I'm already going to be there, bro. I'm already going to die. You might as well. Full dude. colon cleanse. And so I'm like, hey, you're lost. And so he goes and starts drugging <laughs> it. And then like an hour or two later, I see him in the bathroom and he's like, 
It started. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. It's begun. It's done. I remember I also got some on my paper, and I was like taking the exam very slowly. Also, because I didn't really, I wasn't really prepared. I was, I was not paying and attention. I was, like, I was not prepared. My mouth was on fire. I was, I was like, the like, oh, best well. thing to do right now is to distract myself with painful to eat ramen. And I gave my paper back to my uh, teacher, and she was like, "Did you? Were you bleeding?" And I was like, "No, that's just how freaking concentrated that ramen yeah. was. It just looks like dried blood." After like we were done with our exams, and like we were still finishing up the ramen. Like, the, uh, the two Asian kids come up to us like, oh, you got the wrong one. That's not even spicy. And we're like, huh? Yeah. So, we we, we, we were going to go and, and do it again and try to get the right ones. But, unfortunately, that never happened. Yeah. Uh, but it was honestly, like, it was, we had, like, the weirdest experiences on Earth. Bro, uh, yeah. And, and oh, there was that one time that we were playing uh, beer pong without beer. But oh, we were playing was, pong. I bought two liters of soda from Racetrack because we had a racetrack next to our school. And we bought a bunch of, like, red Solo cups, I guess. And we set up a like I guess a cup pong, beer pong, whatever you want to call it. One of our friends three D printed a mini mini baby Yoda. Yeah, and we were, and we're using pong with that the baby Yoda. <laughs> I still have it on my table actually. Oh, boy, I can print one out now. I have a three D printer. I remember because our our um, science teacher walked by when we were doing it, and she was already kind of like. She's like, what the hell's going she on? She's already upset with the way that the senior's work ethic was falling. <laughs> and she just looks at us. We missed a cup. It spilled over the table. That was me. <laughs> that was me. I threw Baby Yoda way too hard. It hit, like, the edge of the cup from the outside, and it spilled. And I was like, oh, oopsie. Yeah, and she just looked at us, and she was like, and she was like I have no faith in the universe. But you know what happened, ended up happening to those two liter bottles? What? Right into the pantry. <laughs> oh, oh, really? I would, I would go back every other day with me and like Thomas and like some other kids and just drink from it every every now and then. That's the only reason we like we still bro, had. It. We were so we were so smart, stupid, dude, bro. That was if awesome. only we did that like junior year instead of like the end of senior year. Oh, uh, dude, that would have been so much. I would have. We would have brought like so many things. I would have brought like bologna sandwiches every day and like meat oh, actual my food. God. Yeah, we could have brought like meat cuts. Yeah, and like put them in like a ziploc bag with ice in it. You can get like those little frozen packs. So you get like you throw in a freezer and like the little ice. Bro, wow, we would have made it so good if we had time. Yeah, and now we can't do that in high school. Now we uh, in college, we just have to go home and eat food. Yeah, in college, it's just walk in, walk out. Unless you're like in dorm room. I mean, I feel like that's the vibe. Yeah, like in dorm rooms, but it just felt so much more fun in high school it because did. it was covert. Like we had to do it while we were ding, in class, ding, not like ding, in an ding, apartment ding. at home. But I loved all the questions. They're like, we would walk. I was like, hey, Ms. Davis, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Okay, yeah, okay. Go to the bathroom, come back out with a with a freaking sandwich. They're like, nice bathroom visit. Abraham, where did you get a sandwich from? Like, oh, he reverse pooped. Don't worry, I got it from uh, I got it from home. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I feel like um, okay. there were certain moments where I would walk into the pantry to get a dum dum because I liked the dum dums, mm-hmm. and I would I would not even want people to know that I was like looking into it. So I would just stand next to it for a second, slide my hand in, and slide it out and get a dum dum. Yeah. And I remember one time one kid saw that, and I, I <laughs> it's literally like a cowboy movie or something. Mm-hmm. I chased them down, and I was like, "Hey, listen, you didn't see anything." And I slid the slid the dum dum in the in the shirt pocket, and I was like, "All right." You didn't I did that one. Anything. I grabbed, I grabbed the dum dum, and someone <laughs> saw me, and, I, and they were like, looked at me, and I looked at them. I was like, I locked eyes with them because they were in the middle of like math class or something. I looked at them, dead in the eye, and then I threw the dum dum at them, and they caught it. And they, they were like, "What happened? Did something happen? I didn't see anything. What happened?" There's, I was like, like a, "Good sir." A silent agreement. You guys both are like, "Yeah, I didn't see anything." I threw the dum dum at them. They caught it and they ate it. I was like, I nod, and I went back, took my dum dum, and left. Yeah. Simple transaction. Yeah. Bro, if only I had time to do more. The pantry was such a, a good idea. It was a idea. great idea. And, and I, all the teachers were like, <laughs> oh, we told one teacher. She was like, just don't get in trouble. I don't care. Yeah, that just was the funniest thing. She looked at us and she was like, ugh. 
I just don't get me in trouble for this. Yeah, one. like I don't know anything. You never told me anything. You never gave me a sandwich. Nothing happened. I don't know any of you. Oh, there was this one time for uh, something in the school. I was selling fidget spinners. Oh, do you no. remember that? That's a whole other story. Should bro. I say it now or should I save it for another podcast? Honestly, I think we. I think we've divulged enough we divulged really enough. fun stories. So I think because we can I also would... talk about like the IHOP runs. And oh the my runs. goodness! Yes, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Right. that falls under there. Yeah, I think I think we should save them for for another episode. And I think we're also running on time, specifically because my computer is dying. So I think this is you want to this is where we should, we should call it. Yeah, yeah. I all think right. that's good. Honestly, hey, <laughs> y'all, thank y'all so much for listening. Um, Make a pantry at school if you're in high school. This episode is really fun. I liked it. Oh, 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 okay, oh, okay. Oh, so, okay. Listen, was, I know there's a couple of academy kids listening here. Yeah, yeah, it was good. The pantry is on the third floor. LS, what was it? LS nineteen. Uh, wherever Mr. Hong used to be. No, it was uh, that's there was a board there. Um, Whatever the calculus was, Mr. Mr. Same thing, was same thing. Yeah, yeah. same so over same there. Area. You just use that, make food, make it work. Okay, you're good. Yeah, no one will notice anything. Yeah, it was right above the sink. It's been two years left. since we've done this, and so everyone every, will forget. Every time the faculty find it, or anytime someone moves it, you can just shift it down one cabinet, and people aren't going to look that hard. And then when you go to like the far LS15 part, where like you can connect the back to uh, back to uh, rooms, there's a book, just a gigantic bookshelf there. Put it on the very very top. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. a box. Your tall, That's it. Most of our teachers are very short, so all of your tall friends just get no them, one get will know there. anything. It's perfect. You got it. There's also okay. Also, also, this is a story I'll tell later. In the bathrooms, underneath the sink, there's a there's little a gap. gap, and you can put like solo cups in there. Yeah. Or you can put like like nachos or, or like other like small bag things, and you can yeah. just shove them up there. So that's, never get caught. That's another. Another pro tip for you. Anyway, anyway yeah, good. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had some funny stories pop into your head. Yeah, whenever yeah. uh, I said hope, anything. I hope at some point, some smiles, some laughs, some good memories. Yeah, uh, some good nostalgia. Thanks for hanging out with us. And, yeah. Uh, enjoy your day, week. I don't know. What enjoy your time. Anyway, have fun. Bye. Enjoy your unnamed time. <laughs> Bye. Oh, oh yeah. And by the way, the uh, Instagram is up. So if you guys want to go check that out, uh, we only have like one post on there, maybe. But um, yeah, for anything cool, if you want to go check it out. Uh, show your friends. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. We're at, I forgot to say the name. It's Bearded Two Bros. Oh, no, that's such a good point. Yes, it's Bearded <laughs> Two you Bros. You should say the name. No caps or anything. Just B-E-A-R-D-E-D-2 B-O-B-R-O-S. I, I don't think I needed to spell it. Bros. I don't know. That's fine. Yeah, beard, Bearded Two Bros. We're getting started. All of the other good ones were taken. Yeah, the ones we wanted were taken. So no, yeah, you have we'll, to. We'll figure it out. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, don't get caught. Ah!